sister. Okay, I have this incredible woman. Her name is Candace Nikea. I've been trying to get her on the podcast. Her and I met last year. And I remember talking to Candace and I was like, you need to come on the podcast. And life just happens. And we weren't able to connect for whatever reason. And we're finally connecting now. Candace Nikea, she's an incredible whore. She's an influencer. She's literally a powerful creator. She's a YouTuber. And she has daily affirmations that if you have not looked at yet on Instagram, you need to go to her page right now. Ask Candace Nikea and get your whole life. Because she will literally affirm you in 0.2 seconds. And you'll feel so much power in your body. So Candace, welcome. Girl, we got this. Thank you so much for having me. I know it's been so long since we right? last chatted. I mean, divine timing. Honestly, divine timing. And I feel you know? like this is, we've been talking about this for like five months messaging back and forth. And I always say timing is everything. And mm-hmm. right now I feel like where you are in your life, where I'm in my life, it's like the perfect alchemy of it all. You know what I mean? It's now. It truly is. And, it, you know, when you believe in divine timing, you just have more peace. Mm-hmm. You're not, like, anxious about, like, oh, my goodness, I have to do this now, I have to do this now. But you just have that peace that it's like, okay, if I just trust in divine timing, then it's going to work out. And here we are. Patience, baby. It's a virtue. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> it really is, and I've never mastered patience. I'm getting better as the time goes, but like this is a perfect example. What you just said resonated with me in so many ways, because sometimes we force things so much, and it's like no. Oh yeah, for sure. I've definitely done that in my life, forcing and just never worked out. But as soon as I just let go and let God, mm. everything worked out better than I could have ever imagined. Wow, that's incredible, Candace. Oh, okay. So with that being said, I want to know a little bit about you. You know, we met briefly on a trip together um, as influencers. We went to Oklahoma and really got in touch with this really great city called Tulsa. It was such a dope experience we had in so many ways. Um, that's how we met. But I don't know where you're from. T- where are you from? Where are you from? I don't know this. I'm like, where's Candace from? Yeah, I mean, that trip had us, like, going one place to the next. Like, there was no time to, like, really connect. No. You're just, like, <laughs> going Jumping. one place to the next. Um, but I'm from a small town in Indiana. Mm. And I grew up there, basically. Um, and I moved out to LA eight years ago. Mm. And while I was in Indiana, I grew up, like I said, I grew up there. I know the small town mindset like um I'm totally used to being the little to no blacks Mm. in the town like Mm. all that um but I always had dreams to do big and great things like when I was young I would say like I want to be famous I want to be on tv (laughs) I I didn't know how I would get there and I definitely go into fashion so I went to university in Indiana and after I graduated I moved to Spain for a summer Mm. and had so much fun so much fun and really got in touch with fashion there and I knew that if I went back to Indiana I would not be able to go into fashion and so my parents well when I moved back to Indiana after living in Spain 
my parents really encouraged me to go to school again and go to fashion school. So I decided to go to FITM, which is downtown Los Angeles. And I moved out to LA again at eight years ago. And when I moved out here, I had the biggest head. Mm. Like I was like, oh, well, I was like the lead in a play in my small town. Like, why wouldn't everyone love me in LA? <laughs> you know, like <laughs> having this like fantasy of what it meant to have success and yeah. things like that. So moved out here and had an awakening. I wouldn't say it's a rude awakening, but it was definitely an awakening where I was just like very, um, I was, it's like drinking out of a water hose. That's how I describe it. Like one thing after next, I had a horrible roommate. I realized I didn't have enough money. Uh. Um, I was rejected from jobs that I really wanted, things like that. It just wasn't going as smoothly as I assumed it would be. And um, after I graduated, that um, I decided that I would do like some internships with styling. So I did some internships and I worked for Entertainment Tonight and truly enjoyed it. Um, but again, I wasn't being paid. And that was the biggest struggle for me when I moved wow. out to LA with the money issue of feeling like when you're in LA, you do have to have some sort of money because rent is very high. Yeah. Everything. If you just want freedom, you need the money. So that was really a big struggle. Um, I ended up getting a live-in nanny job. And that's when I feel like my life really transformed because I didn't have to worry about rent or food. And while I was doing the nanny job, I also started a fashion blog. And I just focused on the kids and I focused on the blog. And so when I had those two priorities, both of them did well because I didn't have to worry about where rent money was coming right. from. How I, how I would pay for my dinner, things like that. Um, those worries were gone, which was truly a blessing. So I worked on my my blog and got a few deals and then just uh, saved money, things like that. And then two years later, I decided that I would take a leap of faith and try to do the blogging thing full time. I got my own little small studio apartment it was like nine hundred or a thousand dollars a month, yeah. and I like did whatever I could to make it work. And literally two months later, after moving into my apartment, taking that leap of faith, I was signing with a huge agency. Um, got Woo! my first manager. I know. Woo! Um, yeah, it's it goes back to what we were saying when you let go. And before that, I did not want to let go. I yeah. thought letting go was like I would, it would come be out of control. My life would be out of control if I let go. And it's not that case. When I started letting go and just let things work out when it's supposed to, divine timing, that's when, you know, I met the manager I still have today and, you know, signed with the same agency mm -hmm. I still have today. And, they they truly believe in me and they believed in me when I was just starting. So that's basically my story of how I got to LA and worked in the industry and figured out what I wanted to do and do what I do today. So that's, that's so incredible. Because I'm sitting here and I had yeah. no idea, by the way, about that journey. 
I didn't. I just know that we had a good ass time in Oklahoma. And I said, I know I can hang with Candace whenever because we had fun. Yeah. We had a lot of fun. But that journey, it's so many people's journey that that really experience big city life. Because when you go to a big city, we have all these dreams. And like you said, you come in here like, hello, I've arrived. Right. But it's like, hold on. You know, we really have to like check ourselves. And I think your journey is one that says divine timing is the is the key to who and what is going to happen. You know what I mean? You giving up and letting go, girl, when you said letting go, that resonated with me in my life and what I'm dealing with my journey and just letting yeah. things happen the way they're supposed to be. There's so many people that don't know how to do that. You know what I mean? There's yeah. and it's and, and they struggle. Yeah. It's very true. I that was my story. I when I moved out here and fear felt those feelings of like not being accepted, feel, felt those feelings of not good enough. And I would dwell in those feelings and I got depressed. Mm. Of course I wasn't making money because I didn't believe in abundance for myself. I didn't believe that things could work out in my favor. Um, I just took my reality as okay, this is the rest of my life. And that's so detrimental. Mm-hmm. Once I started saying like, like goes back to affirmations that yes. I do today, you know, start speaking those things over my life. Like, okay, my reality is saying I don't have enough money to pay for rent. But what if I just had the feelings of if I ha- had the money right now? So if I felt right now in this moment, I have the money to pay for my rent, I wouldn't be sad. I would be happy. Okay, I need to get in the happy feelings. I would be thankful. Okay, mm-hmm. I need to go through my gratitude right now. You know, I would just get in those feelings and that's where, you know, the universe just shaped me and shaped my circumstances to be greater because I got rid of like being in my reality so much and just kind of change it up a little, change my feelings. And that works even today when I, I was talking to someone else about this, like the comparison, you start comparing yourself to other people you look at their reality and compare your reality to theirs. But it's like, okay, well, I need to change my my reality and my comparison into inspiration. Yes. So if I like go and look at someone who's doing amazing things, they have this and that, they've written a book, they have these traveling um, jobs and they do this and that. Okay, that's great. So if I want to do that, what are the steps I need to do to get there instead of just going down the route that I used to go down years ago of comparing where it's like, okay, she does it. Yes. So that means I can't do it. There, there wasn't that abundance mindset right. in me, but I had to develop that. And I feel like that's where the real success, the success of self-love, the success of loving who I am, loving my circumstances mm-hmm. really expanded. Uh. Oh, it's, I can feel it. I can feel it in your voice. And it's, we fall in, a lot of people fall into this, the, the projection we project, we project instead of projecting, you have to look inward. I've said this before on the podcast. Once you can look inward and say, okay, what can I do? How can I change my feelings? And how can I go onto Instagram, onto Candice Nakia's Instagram and get my daily affirmation that's going to make me feel the way I need to feel? How did, yes. this, how did this start, the daily affirmations? How did you start this? Because it's so powerful, and I think it's such a dope tool that you use on your platform. 
Thank you. So it's definitely something new that I've been sharing. I started sharing in October. But like I said, daily affirmations have been with me for years. Mm -hmm. It's just something I have to do. And maybe it's the same affirmation for a whole month, a year even. But it's just something I have to do. I truly believe in uh, reshaping your subconscious mind. Because your subconscious mind is going to develop those feelings and get you to connect with what you desire in life. So when I'm reshaping my subconscious mind, I'm doing those affirmations. So maybe I don't feel beautiful today, Mm. but I'm going to say I'm beautiful. I'm strong. I may not feel strong today, but I'm going to say that over my life. I'm strong Mm. and just get there, get to that feeling. It may take a week. It may take an hour. It may take a minute. Who knows? But I want to affirm positivity in my life every single day. So in October, um, I also talk about on my YouTube channel about listening to your inner voice and that gut feeling. Mm. And my gut feeling told me, start sharing your daily affirmations on your Instagram. Yes. And just do it every single day. Don't worry about if someone's going to repost it, if someone's going to not like it. Um, Don't worry about that. Do it for you. Post it. And so I just started posting in October. I started posting on my stories and I would just say today's affirmation. I didn't even have like an introduction the first time. I just said today's affirmation is. (laughs) I love it. I didn't even ask like, hey, do you guys think you want affirmations today? (laughs) It's like today's affirmation is <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I just kept doing it, and now it's like becoming its own brand. Mm. And I'm working with um, other brands who want me to create affirmations with their products and things like that, which is so crazy. And it hasn't even been a year, but it's just one of those That's things so cool. where you know how it is, even with your podcast. Being consistent and just staying true to who you are, people will attach to that. Mm -hmm. And they attach to that fast. They're like, oh, authenticity? Oh, I love that. Okay. (laughs) Someone being who they are? Wow. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Such a relief. Yes, because authenticity is what we all should thrive to be in this life. Yes authentic and owning it and for some of us it's harder than it's hard for some of us it's easy for some of us it's a journey some of us are in that journey now you know oh but I just want everybody to know that's listening to this right now listen to what Candice just said people want her authentic self these brands are looking at her for her voice her authenticity and if she never started her uh, daily affirmations she wouldn't be getting these deals right now that she's dealing with. Like, how dope is that? Really, like, yeah. honing in on your authentic self and, like, having the courage to share it. Yes. You have to have the courage to share it. And the thing is, is, like, in my past, starting my blogging, when I was comparing, I also was copying. Mm-hmm. You know, like, okay, this girl, she took a photo at Alfred, which is a coffee shop. You, your listeners don't know but like at this coffee shop 
So I better take a photo uh, at this coffee shop. Yes. That's not authentic. And that only gets you so far in life. Mm-hmm. But as soon as I was like, okay, this is who I am. This, These are the struggles I've had in my life. I've had depression for sure. I go to therapy. I'm going to be honest about these journey, you know? Yeah. Oh, therapy. One on one. I love Hello. therapy. I love it. <laughs> Me too. Hello. <laughs> I'm love- there. <laughs> yes. And I love how the world is becoming so accepting of therapy and accepting of authenticity. Mm-hmm. And the opposite is not even enjoyable to watch it's anymore. Not. It's not. You know? It's boring. It's not. Boring. <laughs> it really is boring, honestly. It is. Yeah. Oh my so, god. You know, it's, it's just so good. it does, and it feels good to be yourself. It feels good to be in your power. It feels good to step into your power. So for everyone listening right now, whether you're struggling to get there, just know to keep going because when it gets when you get there, it's worth it. It's worth it on so many levels. It is totally worth it, and you won't regret it Mm-mm. when you're in your full self. It feels too good to regret it. Yes. And of course, there's going to be people who have things to say. You know, I've had people say, you know, that affirmation does not work for me. I don't know why you posted that. I can't be responsible for someone's feelings like that. A lot of times people project their own struggles and feelings on other people. And that's just my opportunity to say, okay, this girl or this guy is still in their healing process and that has nothing to do with me. I will continue to be my authentic self and I will continue to be candid. Girl, tell them. <laughs> tell them all. Tell them all. That's- yeah, there, there will be people in life who don't agree with your authentic self. You know, there's, but there's, that means they're still working on themselves. Mm-hmm. So they don't know their authentic self. So when they see someone else being authentic and they get upset, that's just them saying, I want to be there too, but I don't know how. Girl, I needed to hear you say this today. This (laughs) this is divine timing in every way, Ken. Like, real talk. I need to hear that. Because they're still not there. Yeah, they're still not there. And they're just telling you that they haven't healed. That's all they're saying. They could say all these crazy things, but at the end of the day, it's saying, I haven't healed yet. Yes. I, I want to heal, but I it's easier for me to project negativity. Mm. So it's just like, okay, I'm just going to bless your heart, <laughs> but I'm going to let you go. Yeah. Yes. But you have to be brave enough to let that go and not to entangle oh, yourself yeah. into the toxicity. Because when you feed into the negativity, oh, yeah. girl, look. It just continues a negative, you know, whirlwind. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You can't dwell on what other people project onto you if mm. it's negative. You, know? you can't dwell on it because it goes back to the feeling. Yes. Does that feel good for you? Yes. No. Yes. So get into your good feelings. Even if it's like they say that and mm-hmm. you can't even go back to that situation that whatever they had their disagreement on you can't even go back there but maybe it's like okay well i really like chicken nuggets <laughs> and i know i'll get in a really happy feeling if i get some chicken nuggets yeah you know you got it you know i really love this tv show 
So I'm just going to go watch the TV show and heal that way. I, I've been reading this amazing book. Let me go heal myself. That really hurt what she said, but you know, I can't even go there. Let me go heal myself by reading this good book I've been mm. reading or call a good friend. You know, don't even talk about the situation, but I know this friend. She's just going to make me laugh. Yep. I'm going to have a good time. Yep. And you're just going to heal. You know, we it's so good for us to figure out how to heal fast mm. and heal ourselves. When we have those little bitty arguments, those situations that hurt us, it's so important to figure out, okay, what are the things that make me happy, that make me feel good? That's going to heal me. I hope everybody's listening to this. If you have to rewind right now, rewind and listen to everything she just said, because I am literally taking all of this in because I'm feeling, I was feeling like this and everything you're yeah. saying is so powerful. It's so powerful. You have to find yeah. that. Yeah. And you know, with our current climate as an influencer, you know, before everything that we are in right now, I remember you talking to me about owning who you are as a black woman blogger in this world of influencing, you know, in this Instagram world. And I remember you specifically talking to me about this months ago, months ago, you know, funny. isn't it so crazy? And now we're here Yeah, we're in this transformational, pro like it's, I'm so happy and I'm so proud of it. And there's yeah. so many feelings that are intertwined, but I want to know, tell me about your experience being a black woman in this blogger world, the inclusivity, the struggles, the, the wins. Can you share about your journey there? Because I know there's a lot of women that have been feeling or are feeling the same way that you felt. Yeah, definitely. Um, so inclusion is so important, especially in my industry as a blogger it and as a black female it truly means a lot to me to feel included and it streams from being a kid and just really wanting to be included mm -hmm. I remember saying inclusivity at a very young age just like I feel excluded I want to be included so those wow. same feelings draw up in me as a 31 year old adult you know, I feel like I was, con I conditioned myself with being included and desiring inclusivity. And now even as adult, it's something I desire mm. all the time. And as a blogger, when I was starting, I only saw like, I felt like I was seeing a lot of people who were doing amazing things, but no one who really looked like me. And I started following a lot of people who didn't look like me. And there was this one time where I was really upset. I mean, I was really upset because I felt like my blog was not growing. I felt like the girls who were growing were usually blonde or brunette, you know, like they just didn't look like me. And mm -hmm. I was doing just as much work or just as hard as them. And my friend said to me, he said, you have got to start researching girls who look like you who are in your industry and follow them. Mm. And that was really a breakthrough for me because when I took the time to research, there were so many girls who looked like me who were doing incredible things wow. in the blogging industry, who were getting big brand deals, who were 
traveling all over the world, I just needed to take some time and research who these girls were. And then I started following those girls. And then um, I met my manager, my now management team. And I'm so thankful for them because they fight for me. They see my skin color as a way to elevate me, to celebrate me, to work with amazing brands and be in these brands for long periods of time, like huge contracts. And I needed that in my life. But before them, all I did was compare. All I did was see people who didn't look like me and get really upset. Mm. Um, For in an instance, like for example, um, there was a brand that worked with me and they said that, you know, they didn't have a budget for me. It was a huge opportunity. Um, I was going to be traveling and working with them for a whole year and doing all kinds of crazy stuff. Like I had a party at the Grove and it was really fun. Mm. Um, Later on, I found out that they had paid every other influencer who obviously didn't look like me and they had paid them thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars that year. Wow. And this is why I'm so thankful wow. for my management because they see the value in me and they fight for me. But before that, when I'm so busy comparing myself, I don't see the value in me. Mm-hmm. You know, I mm-hmm. I didn't fight for my money. I didn't fight for that contract to you know, okay, do some more research, see what other bloggers are getting paid when they are doing contracts like that. You know, I just kind of assume that, you know, what they said was truthful. They didn't have a budget. And so I guess I don't really deserve a budget or I'm not worthy of a budget. Mm. And that's such a slippery slope. And that's why I always encourage influencers to do your research and, I, I know there's in the beginning, you want to just take opportunities to take opportunities. You know, I get that. But when it comes down to these big contracts and these big brands yeah. who, you know, yeah. make money, things like that, guard yourself, protect yourself. And if you have to say no, goes back to this, believe in divine timing, believe that the universe is going to work out things in your favor. You say no to this brand. There are millions and millions and millions of other brands who will work with you, who want to work with you. Um, but in today, like what's been happening, we've been seeing a lot of brands re- um, be honest about how they haven't been inclusive. Yes. How they haven't even been inclusive in the back houses, like in their corporations, like Who's doing the marketing? Who's doing the PR? Things mm-hmm. like that. They haven't been diverse in there, in that field. So it's been really um, eye-opening to see what brands really value diversity. And I said this to my management team too, because it's really important to hire people of all races and all genders, everything. Because when it comes down to picking the influencer, there's there's got to be diversity because you know yeah it has to be but when everyone is blonde in the corporation and someone is blonde and or whatever color and they can 
they have the opportunity to pick the influencer, they usually pick someone who looks like them. Yep. And that could be really bad for the brand and yes. for life, for life and ads and things like that. So that's so powerful because not <laughs> having representation in brands, it's a detriment. Yeah. It really is a detriment yeah. to a brand. And I'm so glad that you found a management team and an agency that sees you. You know, I feel like that's that's a thing that we humans want the most in every parts of our lives is to be seen. Yes. Right? And yeah. honestly, like in we every want, part. Yeah, we want to be heard. Yes. We want to be loved. We, we want that love. Yes. Yes. Love. yes. And you deserve that. And it does not matter. You know what I mean? And it's, it's sad that it has mattered. There has been this obstacle where people are just misrepresenting people of color. And it's just like, whoa. You know, like when you sit back and think about it, you're just like, wow. You know, and I'm glad (laughs) if you really do like the past couple of weeks, it's just been a, it's been eye opening in so many ways for so many people and listening to other people's narratives. I'm like, yeah, you guys didn't know that. And they, they're just literally unaware of things. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> you guys, like, you know, yeah, and listening and- to your story, Candace, and everybody listening here, they're probably like, I love, I love Ken. Like, why wouldn't people see Candace? Why wouldn't they literally have no idea? You are the only yeah. one that's walking in your shoes. And I'm just so proud of you for finding and owning who you are and having people who see you that fight for who you are period thank you that means a lot yeah and it's definitely one of those things where it it had to be me I had to see myself first yes before other people could see me Mm. you know Mm. when I was doing all the comparison I wasn't seeing myself I was seeing that person I wasn't seeing what truly was what Candace wanted what Candace desired but as soon as I got into that feeling and got into that mode of like, okay, I do see myself. I see my potential, you know, make those vision boards. Where do you see your life going? I, I would do that. I still do that. And then that's when people started attaching. That's when I met the manager. That's when my friend was telling me to, you know, you need to follow more people that look like you. You know, those ideas and those ad- that advice was coming to me yeah. because I was ready. I was seeing myself. I need. I saw where I need to change. I saw where I need to develop myself and work harder. And that's where people were like, I see. I know what you are doing. I know where you're going. And I want to go with you. Yes. I want to make it first for you. You know, things like that. And that's a daily thing. This is a daily practice. We got to see ourselves. And then things will work out in our favor. Things People will attach to us. Because they see us too. Yeah. So that's that's basically this week has shown me too. Is like, I I'm so so thankful. I had started my affirmations in October mm. because when you know the melanated voices have been amplified this past week, I wasn't just amplified for great style. You know, I'm being amplified for my authentic self. Yes. And it gives me goosebumps just to think about the timing and just equipping myself earlier, early before this had happened, 
and it's just truly awesome. I'm very thankful for what's going on and just being amplified and being who I am and not waking up and this happening and being like, oh my gosh, I, I don't know who I am. And like, I just been posting photos of my outfits. Who knows who Kenneth is? And like now all these people are going to follow me and I still don't even know who I am. You know, I don't have that battle today. Thank the Lord. Mm, I'm but proud of you. really awesome. Yeah, thank you. I'm so you proud too. of you. You too. Honestly, because imagine, <laughs> imagine the ones that don't right now, that don't know themselves, you know? Yeah. What, 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 what advice would you give someone right now that might be on the opposite side? spectrum right now that might have that 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 maybe is that girl that's still comparing herself that maybe is that girl that's still not following people who look like her what would you say to this person listening to the podcast right now what would you tell them well I would first tell them I've been there mm -hmm. I know I know that feeling you're not alone there's a lot of people going through that yes but the first thing I would say is when is the last time you were alone? Mm. When was the last time you were alone? Because alone time really gets you in this like mode where you have to think for yourself. Mm -hmm. You got to turn off the phone. You got to turn off the computer. You got to turn off the TV and just get alone. And some people are like, I can't do that. I can't be alone. I, I hate it. 30 minutes, 30 seconds, 30 seconds. Try 30 seconds first. That's what I would do. 30 seconds of just alone time. Mm. And you'll start hearing things that attach to you. You'll start hearing like, okay, this is what I really like to do. This is what I truly want in my future. You know, you start doing that. You do that alone time. You write it down. Write down what you desire in life. If there was no limits to what you could do in life, what would you be doing? Mm. And then I feel like that starts shedding that comparison day by day. When you take those 30 seconds, and sometimes, well, for me, when I started 30 seconds, I would be like, that felt so good, that 30 seconds. What if I just did 30 more seconds? What if I just did like two minutes yeah. of alone time, you know? What if I did five? Now it's like I can do like an hour or more, you know, just like complete silence. And just with my notebook of like, what do I really desire in life? There is no limit. What do I really desire? And so you start doing that daily, daily practice of it. You start, I look on Pinterest and I just look at like, I type in like affirmations or type in encouragement, yes. things like that. And just read, just read and see what resonates with you. You know, is it the one that says, I find love every single day. I'm surrounded by love. Why does that attach to me? Okay. Maybe I don't feel love right now. Mm. Maybe I don't find love within myself. Maybe I don't find love within my friendship group. Okay. Well, there, those are things I need to write down. Okay. What do I desire? I desire great loving relationships. Mm -hmm. I desire great loving coworkers. You know, just start writing that down. Read it every single day. And that's going to shed that comparison. And then once you start building, shedding that comparison, when you find yourself comparing yourself to someone else, you have to have that self-control and recognize it. 
recognize, okay, I'm going down the route of comparing myself. For me, it's like going on explore page. An explore page on Instagram is usually something I don't have. It usually is. It's like someone's getting married, someone's (laughs) having a kid. You know, it's like everything I don't have. So I can either say, look at it as a lack. I feel this. You know, be like, okay, great. Someone else. Someone else has something I don't have. Mm-hmm. Or I could say, I use this all the time. When you see something that you desire and you see someone else have it, take it as a sign that the universe, God, whatever you believe in, mm-hmm. is saying it's on its way to you. Ooh, I like That's this. That's what I do all the time when I feel myself getting comparing, you know, going down that route again, going down the route of like, oh, I lack this. I have no abundance, blah, blah. I look at that photo or I see someone down the street doing something, whatever it is. I take it as a sign and say, say to myself, mm. it's on its way to me. How exciting is that? It's on its way to me. I saw that I picture. Because it's on its way to me. Yes. You know, someone wrote, someone wrote a book and they are announcing it. It's coming out June 30th, blah, blah, blah. Oh my gosh. I'm so happy for them because this is a sign that's on its way to me. I'm going to write a book one day. Ooh. I'm going to run a marathon one day. I'm going to sing the national anthem at a <laughs> basketball game. You know, whatever it is. But you have to get in your alone time and write down what you desire. Mm-hmm. And then that's where those signs, that comparison starts shedding, you know, because it's like, I know what I want. I know mm-hmm. what I desire. Mm-hmm. So that's why I don't need to compare. Yes. I know that it's coming to me when it's supposed to. Yes. Oh, my God. This is a whole healing wellness now like it's a class right now people i hope you're hearing this because what she is speaking it literally travels through so many parts of our lives whether it's career love relationships work um day-to-day healing it's it's it really is and it's very crucial to find yourself and to find your healing and to let the negativity go out the window You know, it's really changing your perspective, that shift, and you're doing it. I'm so damn proud of you. I really am. I'm so proud of you. You know, uh, I want to know one thing that you're doing right now that someone's listening on the other side that they could do to take care of themselves during this time. Um, A woman that we're dealing with these times right now it's this transformation it's it's very powerful but a lot of us can feel really discombobulated some days exhausted drained um as a black woman so as a black woman right now what are you doing to take care of yourself during these times specifically now that's a great question it's definitely something i have to do and have to be mindful of thinking of mindfulness Mm -hmm. like that is the hugest thing i actually created a 10-minute self-care step-by-step on my Instagram, mindfulness. It's just like, it's so important. So I go through my breathing exercises. I turn off my phone and my computer, everything. Mm -hmm. I go through my gratitude list. I list out five things I'm grateful for every single day. 
I also forgive myself. I forgive myself for any past mistakes I've made. I forgive the people who have hurt me. Mm. I forgive myself for holding on to something, having grudges, anything. I do that every single day. Forgiveness. And then I like to meditate. Did you say that one already? No, you didn't. You didn't. You didn't. <laughs> yeah. I like to meditate and I meditate for a minute or longer and just really be quiet. And then what else do I do? I do visualization. This one is my favorite one. So I kind of made this one up. I make up a lot of things. I like it though. (laughs) Okay. So I ask myself, what do I need today? Mm. And this either is I need time, I need love, I need peace, anything. It could be all those things. So what do I need today? So I get a glass, an empty glass, and I, as I pour water into that glass, I visualize that I'm pouring love, peace, patience, whatever I desire, I'm pouring that into the glass. And so whenever I take a sip, I envision myself taking a sip of love, taking every time I take a sip. I don't need to drink the whole glass in that moment, but I know what that glass represents. So I'm very mindful of that every day. And that just literally makes me feel so good because it's like, oh my God, it's like taking medicine almost. It's like, you know that this medicine is going to heal you. It's going to help you. I'm drinking water and I'm just visualizing it being something I need. And then I definitely do my affirmations and I, you know, speak my affirmations and I'll post my affirmation on Instagram, but I do more throughout the day. You know, if I see myself like going back to comparison, if I see myself comparing myself to someone else, I say, I have everything that I need in this moment. Mm. I am so blessed. I have everything I need right now mm-hmm. in the palm of my hand. I'm, I'm gonna say good. that. Yeah. I'm gonna start saying I'm that. Good. I have everything yeah. I need right now. Right now I yes. have everything I need. And, and you then can, you look yeah. around and you're like, oh my gosh, I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. You do. Yeah. You do. Mm-hmm. And even if yeah. you don't, you're allowing yourself to feel that those feelings of having it all. Because guess what? Yeah. Allowing yourself to feel those feelings. They're going to come. It's the law of attraction. Yeah. Yes. And I know you speak yes. about that amazingly on your uh, platform. Yeah. So I'm going to just literally guide everyone to Candace Nikea's Instagram <laughs> right now. It's literally yes. mental health 101. It's it's a game changer. It, just, it shifts so many perspectives that we struggle with. You know, so many people yeah. struggle with these yeah. things and you really have some great tools, whether you made them up or not, girl, because I love them, that are really Thank powerful, you. are really powerful. Um, you also have a YouTube? Yes, just started. It's a quarantine project. Ooh, I, started. I like that. Quarantine love. <laughs> yes. So I've just been doing that, talking like this, you yes. know, just being truthful and just being chill. Um, back in the day when I started YouTube, I would get so frustrated because I thought that I had to like have these perfect editing skills. Oh yeah. You know, but <laughs> I know, I, girl. <laughs> oh gosh, it was very scary. Yeah. But as I just developed like what we were saying, authenticity and just being who you are and not caring really. Mm. Just yep. like 
get on the camera and speak, it's been such an enjoyable experience. And so I, I really enjoyed it. It's been fun to just post on YouTube and talk and who cares who watches it. I'm just, you know, letting out my feelings. And it's so healing when you do that. I'm sure you know that as you have your podcast, you know, just talking and letting it out. I love this. You know, I, I tell people, do what comes easy to you. Literally, do what comes easy to you and let that guide you. I love women. I love talking to women. I love hearing their stories and I love sharing their stories because I'm like, I love, I just love sisterhood. I love girlfriends. I love that. And I, I have this connection with women and I just, I like to share it. So what you're saying resonates with me. Doing what you love, it's like game changer. It's not work. You're just being you and you get to like, right. You've got to find your light and what makes you light up and then share that. Yes. And that's all you got oh, to do. Yeah. Please share it and yes. message me when you share it because I want to see it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, following her affirmations, you guys, there's one that I, I would listen. Well, I would listen to. I would speak from Candace's page and I'm going to read it to you. Um, she said one of her affirmations were, I am valuable. I am important. And I would say that I am valuable. I am important. And in these times right now, please know that you are valuable and you are important. We're in a transformational time. Candace is a great guiding light during this time. So if you need guidance, Candace, you're there. You know, if you're an influencer that is confused with inclusivity, that doesn't know how to get there. I'm sure Candace will share with you her routes, you know, how to find a manager, how to find an agent. You know, these are the people that you need right now to really accumulate around you as your sisterhood. You know, we all need each other. And right now, is it's, it's more than ever. More than ever. More, more than, than ever. ever. We need that community. Yes, we do. Yeah. Because we're not, you're not alone. I just want everyone to know this. You're not alone. We've been there before. We could sometimes still get there, you know? Oh, yeah. You know, 100%. We all get back there. But it's these daily rituals and these practices that we create that allows us to be where we are today. So I just want to tell you so much. I am so proud of you. I honor you. Your journey is incredible. Keep shining your light. Keep sharing your affirmations because, baby girl, they work for me. I need them. So don't stop. Thank you. Keep being you, Candice. We got this, and you are literally an example of we got this. Your journey is letting another woman that's listening right now, girl, we got this. So We got this. We do. I just want to thank you for coming. I I miss your face. I can't wait to see you. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. We're going to go out. Out. Out, girl. We out. Just eat it. Yes. And catch up. Thank you. I needed this. Oh, thank you for having me. I had so much fun. Well, so much fun. I'll talk to you soon, baby. Okay. Thank you.